We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have the Royals this afternoon on Bet 1660 coming up at 2.05. Right. We're going to chat now with Brady Singer. Yeah, let's do that. The uh, the uh, guy I expect to pitch opening day for the, uh, for the Kansas City Royals, Brady Singer. Brady, how are you, my man? You good? Hey, what's up, guys? How are we doing? Good. We're excited because we've heard so many stories about your wedding, and now we get to, to <laughs> kind of confirm all these to you. Oh, boy. Everybody had a good time, apparently. Yeah, I so, hope you so did. Brad Keller couldn't really remember what he ate because the tequila was too good, and then he cannonballed into the pool. So we need no, more no. information. Bobby Witt cannonballed into the pool. Oh, Bobby Witt cannonballed, cannonballed the pool. Uh, Keller I couldn't mean, remember. We did have some royals in a pool. We did. You there did? Was, there was a little bit of tequila for, for Brad, and uh, there was a there was a. There was some pool and uh, some royals in the pool at the end of the night. Which which royals were in the pool? Could you please <laughs> list their names and, and uh, you know what they were wearing? Yeah, Brad Brad was definitely one of them. Um, it was it was a lot of my groomsmen jumped in there, and then just from the top rope, here comes Bobby over the whole everybody. I think he landed on my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody was hurt, yeah, was, were they? No, no, nobody got hurt. Thank but uh, no, it was a it was an awesome time, and the and the pool just really really put it all together it was great was yours the wedding that was like wiped out because of the hurricane was that the one because keller went to like a wedding every weekend this off season. they got all fuzzy was probably. yours the one yeah. that was like wiped out by the hurricane and you guys had to move venues at the last minute yeah first of all keller did go to a wedding every single weekend yes there that did happen but um yeah my uh my wedding was wiped out by the hurricane that about a month before the before the wedding i went to bed knew a hurricane was coming and it was headed to Tampa and I'm like, all right, I can deal with, you know, if it goes towards my house and then I wake up and it took a right turn directly into my wedding venue and wiped out the whole entire town. Um, so we had to do a quick switch. Wow. So what was your, uh, what was your wife, uh, you know, obviously your fiance at the time, how was she during all of this? Because I mean, you're stoic, dude. Like we just watch you pitch. You're like, I got this. I'm fine. Plus whatever. we're guys and we're guys. So we don't really have right. much to say what, or do. Or, what was she like? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew we, I knew we could get something figured out. I mean, there's a lot of wedding venues in Florida, and I figured something could happen. But no, she was she was definitely panicked. Um, she didn't know kind of what to do. But I, you know, me and my I had some other help from the from the outside. I called her sister, and you know, my agent tried to put some stuff together, and we found a really good wedding. But she was actually saying, "Let's just take our families and you know go to a small wedding, you know, somewhere somewhere cool, and just forget about all of it." But she planned for a whole entire year, and I figured she worked too hard to go do that. So we made something happen. Awesome, good man. move. All right, Good so move. Did you did you enjoy your wedding? Seems everybody else did. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Oh, I loved it. It was unbelievable. Just to have everybody, you know, obviously in one place. You know, all your best friends growing up with, and all the best friends now, and obviously getting to marry Tori and and do all that. It was it was unbelievable. It was one of the, one of the best days of my life. So refresh, Keller. What kind of food was served? <laughs> oh, what did we? <laughs> Don't, I might be in that same boat, but I do remember a steak and a salmon and a and a potato of some sort. <laughs> also, Brad wanted to uh, to uh, get your stance on Georgia being better than Florida and everything. Okay, everything is just absolutely incorrect. They've had two good years in football, and I can accept that. And 
he talks about it more than he should. Um, but at some point, the Gators will be back in football. But every other sport, no. Mm, wow, he's not going to like the answer to that question. My <laughs> final one about the wedding, what uh, what kind of tequila was served? A buddy of mine gave me a bottle of something called Tears of Lorena for helping him get a job, and it, it is fantastic. I don't know. What did you guys have? Oh, boy, what did we have? Uh, <laughs> the hangover was coming say, back. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, now the headaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture the bottle. I want to say it was a Don Julio or something. Like Don no, Julio, was, 1942. That was that was thrown around, but uh, it was Casamigos. The, the Casamigos was at the bar, and then we had a we had a couple bottles of 42 around there. Yeah, the 42 stuff is legit as well, and Casamigos is a great. So you took care of your guests, is what I'm getting at. Way to go, Brady. Way Good to job. go. All right, so I, I think got at one point my wife was holding the whole bottle of the 42 poured in people's mouths. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it, my yeah. man. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Love it. We can ask her about that one day. <laughs> I think we will. I absolutely think we will. So uh, you're pitching opening day, right? I got I, I got a good feeling about that. You're ready to roll, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna comment on that, you know. Yeah, but uh, no, we're looking we're looking forward to it, and I'm you know looking forward to seeing those powder blues as well. Yeah, what do you think of the New Jerseys? I think they're unbelievable. I mean, I think we've been wanting those for for a long time, and you know to be. Have the pants as well. You know, we've had the jersey the past few years, but have the pants as well. It's going to be really cool. I love throwback retro uniforms, so that looks cool. So how much of an emphasis do guys place on on the uniform? Because we're trying to convince the Chiefs it's time to do something different, right? Time to freshen that look up, whether it's a white helmet or a black helmet or just something different. How much do uniforms matter to guys today? Um, I don't think it totally matters. I think we just sit there and kind of talk about it more than anything. Um, But we do like some some cool uniforms. So when we got the City Connects and, you know, the Baby Blues, we were super excited about that. Look good, play good, man. Yeah, exactly. Look good, play good, feel good. I got great odds on you to win the Cy Young Award, by the way, too, like 80 to 1. So go out there and help me earn some cash this year, all right? (laughs) All right, I will. (laughs) How's the the uniform for uh, Team USA going to look? It's going to look really cool. I, I think I'd wear anything that says USA across my chest, no matter what color it is, but, you know, I'm excited to put that one on for sure. I took a survey yesterday. I, I, I got my annual MLB, you know, radio subscription, and I got a survey email to me. It was all about the World Baseball Classic, like asking how much you know and all this kind of stuff, and I didn't know a lot of the answers to, to the World Baseball Classic because it's not publicized enough. This is a big event for you guys that are playing in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's massive. I mean, Probably one of the one of the bigger events in you know in baseball. It's you know every I don't know how many years they play it four years or so. But I mean it's definitely one of the one of the biggest events we play in, and you know obviously representing all a lot of you know other fans. And... It does come at an odd time though. You're preparing for your season at the same time, but it seems like players are 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 all cool with that. Yeah, it's definitely definitely weird, but I mean it probably the best time they can do it i can't think of another time that might work uh you know better so we just had to ramp up a little bit earlier um and get going but i kind of i like that you know as well i like being you know fully prepared for for a season and so i had to you know start a little bit earlier but i got to work on got to work on some different things as well talk with brady singer here on 610 sports radio and also too brady it now everybody's like rejuvenated fresh ready to go you do this thing in november how many teams that were knocked out didn't get into the playoffs you were already off a month now you're going to this thing like this is the perfect time for it yeah no i think it's uh i think it's a great time you know we're 
deep enough into spring training where some guys got some outings. Um, you know, hopefully, and you know, by the time the games come around, you know, some starters should have one or two outings, and obviously, throwing some lives in there and, and all that. So everybody should be ready to go. You tell us about the new uh, coaching staff. Unbelievable. I mean, the information that we're getting um, just on the pitching side is is really really good. I mean, it's, the information that we have available um, is extremely helpful as well. Um, that we're able to read into, and then you know the the way they're explaining it. Um, you know, I feel like we have two different people um, with the same mindset, or three different people with the same mindset. You have, you know, Bove who you know kind of designs the pitches and knows about you know all the analytical um, stuff, and you know along with Sweeney and his knowledge of you know being a you know a pitching coach in the big leagues and what he brings to the table from from Cleveland. I mean, they're clashing together, and obviously Stetter as well. I mean, all three of these guys. And, one thing that you can that you can notice is you know, so they talk about baseball all day long and they talk about the pitchers and they talk about pitching all day long you know it's and they're bringing all that all that to us and they do a really good job of communicating and explaining it to us did you guys and you i guess personally can't speak for everybody else but did you realize you needed this change as much as you did until you got to spring training in february and saw all about it did you realize that maybe last year like all right we we need to change this thing up um yeah, I mean, I, I think we, you know, just needed to kind of advance um, kind of what we were doing and not talking about about the previous coaching staff. I mean, I, I love those guys. They were my, you know, first people that brought me into the big leagues and taught me, you know, so much, and I have a great relationship with them. Um, but no, I think just the advancement of, you know, using the technology and understanding it as well was, you know, something that we needed to make a jump for as well because, you know, a lot of these teams that are in the playoffs and have really good – you know, pitching departments and staff are using all this and more. Talking with Brady Singer here on on six ten Sports Radio, and and you went down to the minors last year. Whatever you worked on using the plate or whatever you know baseball jargon you want to use there, I'm more concerned with like you being sent down and what that does from like your mindset. How much that motivated you to get back up to this big league level? We saw that with Moose a few years ago and some other guys. Like, did that really have a big impact on you going down there and going, screw this, I want to get back to the big leagues? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't happy to do that. Um, but to go down there and get built up, and you know, just kind of put my head down and and get out of there as quick as I can, put together some good outings, uh, you know, get built up and uh, get my pitches back to where I wanted to, and get back to the big leagues. I'm reading a text right now that says Brady has a great personality. He's gotten me excited for baseball again. And, and I think that's an important text because I, I think with the TV deal and everything that's gone on with baseball and, and, and whatnot, getting fans excited is important. Tell us why fans should be excited about this club. You're there. We're not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's an exciting club because one, I mean, I, I, I don't like talking about, you know, how young we are anymore, but you know, because I think we've got, enough guys to have experience in the big leagues. And I think it's time to, you know, move on from that and talk about winning. Um, and I think that we have a team that can win. I mean, I think we, we have the pieces um, that we can put together. And I think it's exciting. I think it's a dynamic team. You're going to see a lot of, you know, explosions from the hitting side and, you know, pitching guys take a, you know, a huge step forward, you know, with Zach back. It's going to bring a lot of excitement. And I I think the new coaching staff is going to bring, a, you know, a lot of help to uh, to the pitching staff as well. So I think it's just the whole package of, you know, change and, you know, all the players that we're bringing back that have more experience. It's going to be huge. All right. So you got a pitch clock. I had my first experience with the pitch clock yesterday. I'm just going to take you through my life for a second. Usually I go at workout. 
It doesn't look like it, but I do. I go to the J. I run on the treadmill. And for for years, I could get through about an inning and a half in my three-mile run, my 30 minutes on the treadmill. Yesterday, I watched an inning take four minutes and 30 seconds. I was like, boy, this is great. I tuned into you guys at 3.09, an hour into the game. You're already in the fifth inning. I love the pitch clock from what I've seen on a limited basis. From a player's standpoint, your thoughts about it? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna move the game. I think you're gonna watch the guys that, um, you know, kind of take their time and slow down the game, and you know, kind of make the fans uninterested from the game away. Um, and you're gonna have some guys that are gonna have to work quick and, you know, deliver the ball. You know, at the end of the day, that you know, in baseball, you have to deliver the ball to home plate. You can't back down and um, you have to go right at them. So I mean, the it's going to take away from from all that, and I think it's going to help a lot of guys too. You know, maybe taking away from you know thinking too much or overthinking or something like that, and just just going right at guys. Cause, I mean, that's obviously what you have to do and uh, deliver the pitch. But um, no, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to help the fans out one, and I think it's going to you know help us us out too with you know the pace of play and uh, just getting the ball and going. An adjustment for you or no? Um, no, not too much. I think the. Uh, you know, I think there's going to be situations where, you know, I'm going to have to learn in spring training if we get into, um, you know, me shaking uh, shaking off or or something like that or, you know, and uh, trying to hold a runner or something like that. And, you know, maybe I've already used my two pickoffs. There's just going to be, you know, a couple of different scenarios that you're going to have to learn on, on kind of what to do. But, um, you know, as far as me with – um, you know, being quick, kind of, I don't have to worry about that. And and I love the fact that you guys, almost to a man from a player's perspective, are like, no, this is really good. Like, even the old guard guys are saying they like it. Zach say he likes it. Like, I haven't heard many people in the game go, I don't like this. It seems like everybody was ready for this and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it, I think it's helping the pitchers because you know, like I said, those guys that kind of stand around on the mound and and walk around and think about what they're trying to do. Um, you know, I feel like you can almost overthink. I mean, I think you're going to see, um, you know, a lot more, just get the ball and go, um, quit thinking about it and just throw the ball where you want and, and just move on and on to the next pitch. So I think it's going to, I think it's going to be great, but I think you're going to find yourself into some situations where some guys get rushed and, you know, maybe frustrated, um, but it's part of the adjustment. Well, Brady, next time you come back to Kansas City, you'll be going through the new terminal that opened today. It's a big day here in Kansas City. I know it's a big day for you guys. The Team USA is coming up, and, you know, it's baseball season, man. We're all excited. So go knock them dead for Team USA, and we'll see you starting on opening day here at Kauffman Stadium. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. I appreciate the time, Tex. You got it, my man. Take care. That's Brady Singer, Royal starting pitcher with us here on Great 610 party Sports host, Radio. Apparently. I mean, that's the way you do it. When Casamigos is your well tequila, you're knocking it out of the ballpark, man. You're treating your guests right. I mean, right. it just sounds like he, they threw a party. B-Dub never invited us over to his pool of cannonball in, and he probably served, uh, you know, that the tobacco-flavored vodka. And those some hams. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.